0: Welcome to Align Your Mind, Episode 3, the podcast that helps you change your life and achieve your goals through the power of thought work. My name is Chelsea Tanner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Why don't we just take a second to make this relationship official by hitting that subscribe button? You won't want to miss anything. Today, we are talking about the power of neutrality when it comes to our circumstances. Now, this one is going to stretch your brain a little bit, but stay with me and keep an open mind. All circumstances are neutral until we have a thought about them. Everything that happens in our lives is neutral until we have a thought about it. The only reason we think something has gone wrong is because we have that thought something has gone wrong. If we didn't have the thought, it would just be. Sometimes we think it is our circumstance that, that causes us to feel bad, but this concept will help you see even more clearly that things that happen in the world or in your life that are out of your control are inherently neutral. Are you currently unemployed? That's a neutral fact. That's not good or bad until you decide that it's good or bad by having a thought about it. Or maybe you think you're upset or lonely because you're single. You being single is a neutral fact. It's your thoughts about being single. It's what you're making this neutral fact mean that's making you feel a certain way about it. Now, why is it useful to notice that all of these circumstances are neutral facts. Well, because then you get to decide what to think about these neutral circumstances. Isn't that amazing? We have so much agency when we think this way. Let's say if you weren't chosen for a job or an audition or a professional opportunity, that's neutral. They just didn't choose you. That's not good or bad. That doesn't mean Or imply anything. It just is. But it's really good to get clear on what our brain is making it mean. Does your brain make it mean you're not good enough for that job? (laughs) That you didn't work hard enough? That you're never going to make it in the industry? Or maybe it's making it mean that you should just give up. When you gain this awareness, you get to separate out your response from the neutral circumstance. We get to separate the stories we tell ourselves from the facts of the situation. If your goal is to get a job in that same industry that didn't choose you, then you can question your thinking. Is it going to serve you to think that you're not good enough or you're not working hard enough? Is it gonna make you feel motivated in a positive way or inspired to drive your actions? If not, you can do a couple of things. You can choose to believe that thought and keep it, or you can choose not to believe your thoughts. This is a great exercise when setting goals. When you set a big goal for yourself, one that you don't even know is possible or that you could achieve, a lot of self-doubting thoughts usually come up in that process. Once again, our brain is just scared of doing new things. It wants us to stay in the cave where it's safe. When you set a goal, that goal is neutral until you have a thought about it. I recommend writing down all the thoughts that come up when you think you have a terrible or an impossible circumstance. Then choose deliberately whether or not you want to believe each of those thoughts. I write down... I choose not to believe, and then I I write down the thought, I don't want to believe. I make that agreement with myself. I don't want to believe that. So when my brain throws it my way, I know it's just an error in the system. I don't give any power to it or pay it any mind. This, of course, takes practice, but... What an amazing tool to see that so much of the time we make our circumstances mean far worse things than what they actually look like when we think of them in a neutral way now of course there are terrible things that happen in the world that we truly want to view as terrible but once again just for the sake of this concept You have to think that the circumstance is terrible for it to be terrible. And you can choose to feel negative emotions about that thing. If someone you're close to passes away, you know, most people would choose to feel sad and feel grief. It's not, you know, you probably don't want to be happy about that. I'm in no way saying that you ever need to think differently or change the way that you're thinking now. But awareness is the key to taking responsibility for how we think and feel. This is my favorite part of this concept. I get to take responsibility for how I think and feel. This means we don't have to believe all our thoughts. We can decide on purpose how we're going to think and feel about these neutral circumstances. Maybe For example, you're upset because the person you live with should have done the dishes. The fact that they didn't do the dishes is neutral. You can decide to think whatever you want to about it. Maybe you got mad because you asked them to do the dishes and they won't listen to you and you may even think that they're causing you to get mad, but they're not. You're upset because of your thought that they should have done the dishes. Maybe you even make it mean that they don't respect you. But since we can't control other people's actions, we get to take responsibility for what we make their actions or inactions mean. Literally, we create the ability to respond. Here's the thing. You may think that it would be more productive to be mad at the person that didn't do the dishes. But do they feel your anger? No, you do. When you're upset at someone, they're not the one that feels it. You feel upset. This is a small distinction. But think about how you operate when you're upset. Is this the way you want to show up in that relationship that you have with that person? The best part of this is that no one can make you, quote-unquote, make you feel mad once you take responsibility for your thoughts and feelings. Could you choose to be upset? Absolutely. I am not saying to accept everything and every behavior, but just knowing you have a choice in the matter is so powerful. Let's make it really clear what I mean by neutral. My friend was rude to me is a thought because rude is an opinion. Sometimes we just think it's a circumstance if someone was rude. But rude is a thought because someone with that behavior could just not bother someone else. Someone else would never think that was rude. My friend said these words to me is a neutral circumstance. And if you're trying to really pick out neutral circumstances, quoting is an acceptable circumstance, paraphrasing is not. Paraphrasing is always a thought. So what you make words mean is the most important thing to reflect on, not the words or the other person. If someone texts you and you're freaking out about what they said, no that the neutral circumstance is that there are letters on a screen. Any meaning we give to the letters on the screen are just thoughts about that neutral circumstance. Neutral circumstances don't have descriptive words or words that someone could disagree with. They can be proven. The stories we tell ourselves are often just thoughts, not facts. Some people tell themselves that things are just harder for them than for other people and that they think this is just a fact, but it's not. It's just a thought. It's an opinion. It can't be proven. When we reflect on the way we talk about our lives, we see There are many things we're stating as facts that are actually just opinions. A good example of this is thinking about things we quote-unquote have to do. Technically, you are your own person and you don't have to do anything. Of course, there will be consequences if you don't take on certain responsibilities in your life, but you don't have to. This may sound like a pointless distinction, but taking on the responsibility that everything we do in our lives is our choice, it's so empowering. The way I use this is usually when I'm stuck in a thought or feeling that's indulgent or unnecessary, such as overwhelm, stress, or worry. I call these unnecessary because they're not really productive feelings. Feeling through pain or sadness and processing those can be really productive, but indulging in worry or overwhelm usually just leads to more worry and overwhelm. Let's say I have 10 things on my list to do in a day. My brain can go to a place of worry. Can I get all this done? What if people don't like my blog post? Oh my gosh, this is going to be a really long weekend. It's going to be so hard to get all of this done. I probably won't have time. If I'm coming from that place, thinking it's going to be really hard to do all those things or that I won't have time to get them done, I create even more resistance for myself. I'm really hurting myself in the long run because I don't do my best work when I'm overwhelmed or worried. This is a great time to pick out circumstances. In this case, the circumstance would be the 10 things on my list. Someone else could have those same 10 things to do and think it's nothing, that it's no big deal. Choosing to believe that you're not going to get it all done is the same functionally as choosing to believe that you have the perfect amount of time to get it all done. Those two thoughts just create really different feelings and drive different actions. And we're used to thinking negative thoughts first. I want to bring this up because based on our habit of thinking, we interpret circumstances as negative or positive. It reminds me of that SNL sketch, Debbie Downer. If you haven't seen it, please go to YouTube immediately and watch it. Um, But no matter the circumstance in that sketch, it could be at Disney World or having an amazing time, Debbie is always bringing down the mood. Her habit is to think negative thoughts. This is usually our first reaction as humans too, once again, because our brain is just trying to protect us from danger of bears and being left out of the tribe. There's nothing wrong if you think negative thoughts first, but if you can give equal airtime intentionally to the positive or even the neutral, maybe you can think, how is this circumstance perfect right now? Thinking it's perfect is the same as thinking it's imperfect. Those thoughts will just create different results. For me, I love thinking that my life happened for me. The story of my childhood upbringing and the way I used to act, which was super shy, I used to totally resent that and that I acted that way. I was actually really upset with my younger self for never talking or participating, even though I know I wanted to. But I could also look at it as a gift. I got to grow and change so drastically, and do the work to become comfortable with myself. And now, of course, As a coach, I look at every perceived negative circumstance as an opportunity to do thought work. I get to learn even more about the way I'm thinking. I get to uncover beliefs I didn't know I had, and I get one step closer to becoming the person I want to be. Now, I can resent my old self, but really shaping it in a way that it happened for me and for the person I'm becoming... It just creates a different emotion. I become extremely grateful. And that's really how I want to feel about my life. But once again, we can tell our stories in so many different ways. Why would you choose to tell the story of your life in a negative way? It's just going to make you feel worse. Another great question to ask is, how could someone else think about this? Just to expand your mind, expand the way someone else could th- perceive your circumstance. Now, I want to be clear. The goal isn't to be happy about everything, but to be wa- be aware of how you're thinking. Expecting to feel only positive emotions is a losing game. Because Positive and negative are just what we associate with them, but emotions are emotions. And as humans, we feel them all. This awareness, though, can help you expand your perspective. This can shine a light on something that's kept you stuck in a rudder. It may help you uncover a limiting belief you don't actually want to believe about yourself or about your life. The ability to take responsibility for how we feel is not to shame ourselves for negative emotion. It's the knowing that we're human. And right now we may feel sadness, grief, or pain, but we can choose to feel those too. I encourage it. As humans, I want to feel all the feels, experience everything, but I know that I'm choosing to do it. I'm taking ownership of it. Once we choose to think and feel the way we want to about any circumstance, we gain power over our lives in any situation. I recently read Viktor Frankl's book, A Man's Search for Meaning. Viktor Frankl was in a concentration camp in World War II for three years. In this book, he says, We who lived in concentration camps... remember the men who walked through the huts comforting others, giving away their last piece of bread. They may have been few in number, but they offer sufficient proof that everything can be taken from man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. I get chills when I read this, and honestly, I get a little choked up. I highly recommend this book. And I'm going to share one more quote with you. He says, When we are no longer able to change the situation, just think of an incurable disease such as an inoperable cancer, we are challenged to change ourselves. He also says that we don't need to suffer in order to find meaning in our lives. We get to choose what we give meaning to. For many people, this year has been extremely difficult, but no circumstances, no year on the calendar can take away our human freedom, which is to choose how we think about it, to choose our attitude, to choose our way forward. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you've got something out of today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. Get in touch. My email is in the show notes, and I love talking about this work. If you think your friends or colleagues would find this work useful, please pass the podcast along to them. I'd so appreciate you spreading the word. I hope you all have a wonderful week. The amazing theme music for this podcast is a song called Already Gone by Paper Morning.